What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. As always, my name is Caleb Rutherford, and I am your host, and I am so appreciative of the opportunity uh, to be able to sit down and to uh, to enjoy this podcast with you. I hope it's been beneficial to you. Uh, I hope it has perhaps bolstered your faith. Maybe uh, it has helped you along, perhaps in a situation or maybe out of a situation, uh, and has kind of gotten you through the other side, and it has helped you uh, in your walk with Christ. I know that uh, this is something that I look forward to doing uh, every single week or whenever it is that I get an opportunity to record, um, and it's just always something that's just kind of helps me relax and helps me uh, do a little bit of more study, uh, a little bit of deeper study, and uh, for that I'm grateful. But it's also super neat because in podcasting and especially with within our network, um, we really have kind of built a community um, and one where, uh, I, I don't know, I, I just feel like we kind of know each other a little bit, even though we don't really know each other. There's a lot of people who listen that uh, that we don't know about, uh, that we don't know who, who your, what your name is, or uh, we know where you're from. We, we have those analytics, but we don't know your name. Uh, we don't know, you know, kind of your story and your background. Um, but we uh, we certainly are appreciative uh, of the fact that you do listen. We do know that you do listen, um, and uh, we certainly would love to hear from you. Maybe uh, you could reach out to us, tell us uh, how the podcast has helped you, how any of our podcasts here at the Scattered Abroad Network have helped you. Um, maybe you could leave a review uh, and, and uh, on whatever platform it is that you use and, and put your story down there. And uh, certainly I think that would help others maybe uh, see the beneficial nature of studying the Bible. Uh, but all of that aside, and I say all that to say this, I'm just appreciative of the opportunity week in and week out that we get to study the Word of God. Uh, we're really almost through our study of Second Peter chapter 1. I know we're only we're really just over halfway through a season uh, at the time that this is coming out um, and being released, but um, because of the way that we're doing it with uh, taking each of these Christian graces here out of Second Peter chapter 1, and we're splitting each one up into a part 1 and part 2, uh, we have uh, two more Christian graces to go through, actually, uh, the one today and then the one that we'll uh, study in a couple of weeks. Um, obviously, there's two left, but we're going to split them into four weeks because we do a part one and part two again of each one. Uh, but then after that, we're going to bring in some guests, and you won't have to just listen to me talk the whole time, but you'll be able to hear somebody else for a change. Um, and uh, we'll get some other folks in here to talk about Christian living and why that's so important. Um, as I think each of us understand that it is, um, and I think that's the reason why you're listening to this podcast uh, in the first place. Um, you know, over the course of this particular season, we have talked about a lot of things. Uh, we've talked about background, we've talked about uh, history, we've talked about uh, all of the Christian graces uh, up to this point. Um, and today, uh, we're going to be reading uh, and talking about this one in Second Peter chapter one and verse seven, um, that of this idea of brotherly kindness. Brotherly kindness. Um, now, let me preface by saying this. When you read Second Peter chapter 1 and verse 7, um, it actually, for the majority of translations, seems to be not necessarily an incorrect translation of it, but not the best translation of it. In fact, the New King James, the King James, the New American Standard, and the American Standard um, all translate this really not in the best way way. Now, again, not that they're bad translations, because they are. Um, it's just, I think, in my study of this, it seems to be a poor uh, translation of this particular part. Now, again, I'm not saying that these translations that I mentioned um, completely mess up and you can't study or read out of them. In fact, um, I study and read out of the New King James um, all of the time. Um, and all of my preaching is out of the New King James. Now, I, I enjoy reading other translations and also studying other translations, but 
Um, just be careful about translations and maybe we'll do a, some kind of podcast series or some somewhere on the network where we can talk about translations. But anyways, I say all that to say this, the, the English standard version, probably the one you noticed that I left out, um, is actually, as far as I can tell, one of the only translations that actually renders this correctly. Um, and they, they actually only do it sort of correctly <laughs> when, uh, they say the word affection, um, is this actually should be translated as the word brotherly love. Now, if you hear, you probably can hear my mouse clicking. I'm clicking through some PowerPoint slides here to help me with this particular episode today. Um, this should be, again, translated as the word brotherly love, not kindness, not goodwill, not uh, affection, but we're talking about brotherly love. Now, this word love is an interesting word, especially in the Greek language. And we're going to talk about this um, as we get into, yes, this episode and next week's episode, but the final Christian grace um, in a couple of weeks is the word love. And that's, a, again, a whole nother episode that we're going to get into in a couple of weeks. Um, but when we go to the Greek language, we actually see four different kinds of words that are used for the word love. You see the word agape, the word storge, the word eros, and the word phileo. Now, the word that we're talking about today, as you probably have guessed, is the word phileo. And from it, we get the word Philadelphia, um, the idea of a love of brethren, a warm emotional love uh, that is held together uh, by a brotherhood. Um, that's the idea behind this particular word, brotherly love much like that of the city of Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. Now, again, this is very different, right, from the word agape, love. I think generally when we think about Greek words and the word love, the word agape comes to mind, and that is this unconditional love. And we're going to talk about the difference of that um, in a couple of weeks when we get there. Uh, but this is not talking about, and this is this is what's important to understand, this particular instance right here talking about brotherly love is not talking about, as far as I can tell, a love that is for our entire world. This is specifically talking about a love for Christians, for our brethren, for our brothers and sisters, for our family here within the church of God, not necessarily talking about all of the world and all of mankind. This is talking specifically about Christians. Now, not that we don't have a love for the world, because we do. And again, you see that in the very next Christian grace. Um, but our care and concern, at least at this moment right here, is for the well-being of our brothers and our sisters. And I find in, in I find this admonition really to be quite interesting, uh, because brotherhood doesn't really always mean that there's brotherly love. And if you were with us in um, here at Roanoke in in, in Texas, uh, when I preached um, on sometime in early March, actually. Well, I'm, I'm so I'm recording this the day after I preached this particular lesson, uh, but this episode that I'm recording right now will not come out until a few weeks from now. Um, I probably just confused you. So, anyways, we'll just just put that to the side and pretend I didn't talk about that. Um, but, anyways, I preached a sermon a while back um, that. Where, where I talked about the fact that within the brotherhood, talking about our, fa our, our Christian family, brothers and sisters, um, sometimes 
There's strife, isn't there? Sometimes there's fighting. Sometimes there is bickering between those who are the closest. Just think about a family. If you're a parent, you know this. If you have siblings, you know this, right? Sometimes families don't always get along. Doesn't mean you don't love each other. Um, And it's not an excuse for it either. But I am just saying that's simply a reality that sometimes we don't always get along. Siblings, again, fight and bicker all the time. In fact, John talks about this, right? First John chapter 3 and verse 11, he said, For this is the message that you heard from the beginning that we should what? Love one another, not as Cain who was of the wicked one and murdered his brother. And unfortunately, though, I think we see this sometimes within the walls of the church building, don't we? Sometimes we see strife and fighting. And sometimes we see uh, arguing among ourselves um, as a family of God, as children, as uh, children of God, as Christians. Um, look, we already have so much fighting, so much strife, so much hardship and bickering in our world. Um, the the devil has brought upon us so much heartache and trouble and strife, sin in our lives that we have committed has brought on so much, so many difficulties. The last individuals that we need to be fighting with brothers and sisters, friends, is our brothers and sisters, is our brethren. We need to have this brotherly love, and that is this idea of swallowing our pride and edifying one another. When we do that, when we think about ourselves and we put ourselves in the backseat and we look at other people and think, how can I edify and encourage you? How can I build you up? Then that's, that, that is only when brotherly love is growing and being exemplified uh, in our lives. So how do I showcase brotherly kindness to the people that are around me? Um, Romans chapter 12 and verse 10. And I, I find the language here that Paul uses to be quite interesting, actually. Um, as he's writing to the church at Rome, and he says this, be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love and honor. Notice this, giving preference to one another. And I want to hone in or, or, or zone in on this last part here, this idea of giving preference to one another. This idea of a tender and affectionate love to one another, this phileo love towards our brethren, that is what allows me to put myself behind them. Again, going back to that idea we just mentioned a, a moment ago, it allows me to look at the people around me within my church family and I see their needs before my own, right? I'm giving them preference. I am showing partiality. But again, this is to who? Our brethren. I'm looking at my brothers and sisters and thinking, how can I help you? I'm, how can I give preference to you and to your life? I, you know, I, I fear far too many times that we have unfortunately formed these, I don't know, Clicks, if that, if, I don't know if that's the right word, but we have formed clicks or groups uh, within the Lord's church. Um, and I think sometimes uh, we go about forming these little groups of friends. And if you're not in that group, then we don't talk to you or we don't care about you within the Lord's church. Maybe we think if you don't look like this or if you don't wear this, these kinds of clothes or if you don't, you know, smell like this or weigh like this or, you know, whatever then you're kicked out of our clique. You're kicked out of our group and we don't care about you. We don't want you. Friends, how is that giving preference to one another? When I shun a brother or sister away, when I turn them away because they don't quote unquote fit in with me and the group that I want to hang out with, how is that looking at them and putting them first in my life? 
It's not. I can't be who I'm supposed to be. I can't be growing, right? That's what 2 Peter chapter 1 is all about, this idea of growth. If I'm not giving preference to my brethren. How about another passage? Galatians chapter 6, uh, beginning of verse 2. And I think this is a verse really um, hit, hits close to home. Um, and, and I guess not because of the verse you're probably thinking about, right? We all know verse 2. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ, right? But notice verse 3. For if someone thinks himself to be something, when he is nothing, he deceives himself. You see, I have to be willing, again, this whole idea of pride. I have to be willing to humble myself, swallow my pride, and look to my brethren to help me. Look to my brethren to help me and look at ways that I can help my brethren. Maybe you think, well, what's the reason that I don't do that? Why would I not do that? Well, maybe we think sometimes in our minds, well, look, I don't need you. I'm far too above that. I, I don't need to be doing that. that. That's your job, right? That That's the elder's job. That's the preacher's job. That, that's the deacon's job. The elders are the ones who are supposed to call in and check on people. The preachers are the ones who are supposed to study. The deacons are the ones who are supposed to do the odd jobs in and outs here and there. Friend, let me tell you, it doesn't matter what title you wear. If you are a Christian, then you are commanded to have brotherly love. Now, this verse, I think, particularly catches our eye oftentimes because of the context, right? Paul is not actually talking physically here, is he? When he talks about bearing burdens, he's talking about spiritually. In fact, there's a quote from uh, Bob Winton, and he, he has written many commentaries, and he's got some great, great info on, some great study on, on a lot of these passages. But he no, notice he said this. He said, the penalty of sin is so severe and the reward of righteousness so glorious that each Christian is called on to help each other so well that we all can avoid the former and obtain the latter. Look, at one time or another, we are all going to succumb to temptations, aren't we? That doesn't mean that our worth goes down. It doesn't mean that those around us are suddenly loved more by God than, than us. But rather, it simply means that you and I are able to look at our brethren in time of spiritual need and to, re and to rely on them to help bear our burdens. Now, again, flip the coin. We are the ones who don't necessarily have to have the burdens, but the ones who are being tasked to bear the burdens. We should be able to look at our brothers and sisters, our family here at, at, at whatever you know church family, church congregation that you are, and you should be able to look at them in two ways. Number one, what burdens are you bearing and how can I help you bear them? But then think, now here's the burdens that I'm bearing. Please help me bear mine. I think it's so easy sometimes to overestimate our spiritual strength and underestimate the power of temptation. If anyone thinks himself to be something, how dare you and I ever look at our brethren and think, wow, I can't believe you did that. When somebody comes forward, do we think you committed what kind of sin? Are you kidding me? There's no way you did that. Are you serious? 
Is that our attitude? Do we think, oh, I, I would never, ever. I think we always need to keep in our minds, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, and verse 12, therefore let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. Friends, when we exercise brotherly love, we are understanding that they, just like us, can fall prey to sin. And that when they do, just as we would want them to do for us, we help bear their burdens. Next week, we're going to conclude our study of this idea of brotherly kindness, or perhaps we should say brotherly love. Um, and we're going to continue looking at a couple of passages. Uh, we're going to get into 1 Corinthians chapter 12. We're going to look at Philippians chapter 2, 2 Samuel chapter 9, Genesis chapter 13, a few more passages as we talk about this idea of brotherly love, uh, brotherly kindness. I hope that it, it, this study has been good for you. I know it's been a really great reminder for me, um, and it has perhaps maybe helped kickstart you as you are um, here kind of in the early stages of your week to, to look at your brothers and sisters perhaps in a better light than what you have been in the past. I hope that you've been enjoying this podcast. I hope you've been enjoying all of the other podcasts here at the Scattered Abroad Network. We're grateful if you would. Go to our website, scatteredabroad.org. Um, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. You can find us on YouTube. Uh, we're going to be putting out a little bit more video content, uh, I think, kinda as we go forward from here. So be on the lookout for that. Also, reach out to us. We, we'd love to hear from you. Love to hear what you have to say about the network. Uh, again, we're grateful. Looking forward to being with you next week. Thank you so much, and God bless. Thank you so much for listening to this episode on the Scattered Abroad Network. We are grateful for your continued support as well as your continued prayers. If you would like to find out more about our network, please visit our website at scatteredabroad.org. We look forward to studying with you again soon. May God bless you.